Welcome to Tuesday Take, where we sit down with Pastor James and ask a few questions as well as hear some additional thoughts from our weekly teaching. Well, good morning, fellas. Good morning. Glad to be joined here with our pastor, James, but also our student pastor, Alan. Hello. Yeah. Long-time listener, first-time caller. <laughs> Happy to be here. Um, last week, uh, we said that there was no podcast. I mean, there was no sermon audio, and I was wrong. Um, thanks to Dwayne Strickland, um, which really appreciate Dwayne for everything he does. He was able to track down the sermon audio, so we actually have the sermon from last week. So if you weren't able to listen to that, uh, you can go back and check that out now. So that's pretty cool. Thanks, Dwayne. Thanks, D. Wayne. How are you guys this morning? Pretty well. Anybody drink their hot cups of coffee this morning? No. No. Hot take. Hot drinks are not good. Really? Not good at all. You're not a fan of them, huh? Mm-mm. You didn't have a cup of coffee this morning? I had my energy drink this morning. Oh, energy drink. What'd mm-hmm. you drink? It's called Amino Lean, and so it's got all kind of good BCAs. and Sounds really healthy. All that kind of good stuff. I had a BC powder this morning. So, huh? I had a thing called Super Coffee. It was really good. So, um, so diving right in, James, you talked um, Sunday about focusing on the mission, and then fleshed out a few things. But how do we practically get to that point that we're just being focused on the mission? So I think that's uh, when I was thinking about Sunday, and we were walking through the focus on the mission, and really as we unpacked in Titus, and then look that the mission is Jesus. You know, the mission is to make much of Jesus, to exalt Him, glorify Him, as we said Sunday mission here at First Monroe is to make Christ known. And so I, I think practically of just even, I think we've tried to do during Titus is just to constantly remind ourselves of the gospel and remind ourselves like this is what it's about. So it's about people either for the first time hearing about Jesus or whether it's people that already know Jesus continue to know them. So I think I said it Sunday um, that in whether it's student ministry, whether it's children's ministry, like we want everything pointing people to Jesus. And, and, and I think that's we don't want to just be busy doing things, and I think that's the tendency. Even uh, Shane, you said this earlier. You know, Revelation chapter two, the church at Ephesus, that they there's a lot of really good things they were doing, but then the Lord looks at them and says, "Yeah, but you forgot your first love." Yeah. And so there's a tendency, like we don't want to just be busy having programs. Programs are great, events are great. Like I think all these things are good, and we and we want to do these things, but I think we have to constantly remind ourselves, like it's not about just the like like. It's all about Jesus, and so we want to constantly, whether it's our service, it's like we want people to encounter Jesus in our service through singing, through prayer, through community, through the preaching of the Word, through everything that we do, we want, we want it to be that. So I think it's just this constant reminder of like, hey, at the end of the day, we got to, and I think that's personally all of us and even us as a staff to say, hey, is what we're doing, are we pointing people to Jesus? Uh, are we making it about Jesus? If we're not, then we need to go back and make sure that the practically like the things, programs, things we're doing that we're making it about Jesus. Yeah. So <clears throat> you talked about unity Sunday. Um, and I think sometimes that can come off as an idea of oneness. It can be perceived as oneness. And everybody's kind of got to look the same. Everybody's got to like the same thing. Everybody's got to do the same thing. What are your thoughts on on that kind of, you know, Wavelength. Yeah, so I think that's the thing with uh, unity that I think some, and I, I didn't even address it Sunday, but there can be a tendency for us to think um, that 
unity means we all act the same, we dress the same, we talk the same, we have the same ideas, we have the same opinions. But I, I love the saying that uh, oneness doesn't mean sameness, mm. and so that we can we can be different. We can we can have our own differences. Uh, we should be different. Uh, that's what the gospel, the beauty. I think we said of the gospel. That's what that's what bonds us together. Is not the way we dress, where we came from, our skin color, uh, what country we came from, uh, our political views. Uh, our opinions about different things, like what what brings about unity is the gospel. It's about Jesus and what Jesus has done for us. And so I think that's important for us is like I don't have to lose my sense of who I am, if that makes sense, of like, you know, I, I can still dress the same unless I'm dressing like in a sinful way or something. But, you know, so it's, it, it's understanding that we don't all have to be the same. And I, and I think, if I can be honest, that's a lot of times what the church has done in the, in the past, and I think that we need to fight against it, is that's why sometimes you can go to churches and everybody looks the same, everybody talks the same, everybody's the same demographic of type people. Because I think in fleshly speaking of like it's easier to have unity when we all think the same, act the same, vote the same, do that. It's really hard to, to go into a body where there is differences, um, but yet there's still this unity there. And that's what I think that's where you really know if the Spirit is really brought about unity is where it's this thing where on the outside looking in, this shouldn't be unity because there are different people here. There are different age groups. There's different demographics, you know, all these kind of things. And that, that's what the, the spirit should do, you know, with unity. And I think one of the big, you know, kind of analogies that you looked at a lot was like being a team player and that same sort of thing of like team players are all unified. But when you look at a team, it's all very different people that make up a team, right? Like when I think of – when I was younger playing sports, it was all very different types of guys that I shared teams with. And if you think about a football team, if you have a, you know, six foot two, two hundred pound running back, I mean that sounds pretty good, right? That sounds like what you want in order to kind of accomplish that task. But if everyone on your team is six foot two, two hundred pounds, <laughs> that sounds like a not so great offensive line, you know. So it's not the whole thing of. It's similar to the body that we see written about in Scripture about how we all have different tasks and different things, but that's also part of God's design. You know, if we look all throughout creation, everything in creation is different and unique. Even if you look at the grass, it's not just all grass, right? Like there's all kinds of different types and, and species and whatever of grass, and it all looks different. It all accomplishes different purposes. And the same for us. Like we're all created intricately and specifically by God's design to be who we are. Like, I'm not the same person as Shane. I'm not the same person as James. Vice versa, all of us, we're all very different. Um, but I think it's just all of us kind of operating in the unique way that God made us, but unified under one purpose. Yeah. Well, I, same and, direction. and I like what you, like the football team analogy, when you think about like a team is, and when you, you play football, and so um, in, on football, you know, there are a lot of different type personalities, you know? Right. But when you're all playing for, hey, we want to win a state championship, it's like, hey, all our differences really don't matter because we, we want to achieve this task. We're in the trenches together. We're all this kind of thing. So I think it's the same thing of even as we said in question one about the idea of our mission and focusing on it. That, that's why we should always be focused on the gospel. It's like, hey, this is the thing that makes us all united is this is Jesus and what he's done. It's about making him known. And so that we do have differences, but that's what helps us build a kind of put those aside to say, hey, these shouldn't divide us, as we talked about, but they should help us for, for unity. And, it, you know, it would be boring if we all were the exact same person. But, but that does make it difficult, too, because when we are different, um, that's sometimes where some rubs happen because mm -hmm. you're like, well, I, 
I think it should be done this way or different personalities sometimes rub against one another. But that's why, you know, the scriptures often speaking toward of of unity, of humility, thinking other before ourselves, you know, so that uh, when we do encounter differences, they don't they, they shouldn't divide us. And that's up to us too sometimes to be the one to choose unity, correct? Yeah. I mean, cuz sometimes sometimes those things rub and sometimes we encounter someone who is it's kind of obvious maybe that person's not exactly wanting to seek unity in this moment, but we have to be the one to almost not bite, you know, like we have to be the people who make the decision to pursue unity and to pursue being unified with believers and whether that be in some cases seeking reconciliation or just what just seeking just to be on the same page and on one accord. Um, I think about that all the time from you know sports history. Sometimes you had guys who did not feel at all like they wanted um, to be on one page with you, but you kind of have to make the decision to pursue being unified. Yeah, I think you see that fleshed out in First Corinthians as well. Um, and Paul's talking about one body with many members, and and I think he's. I think we could see like it's okay that everybody does their thing but like together you work to do that well and that's what was happening in that is especially with the giftings and the gifting of, yeah. the, of the holy spirit and all the things that were t- is that people were elevating hey this is the only thing that matters and and so and he's like hey look like if everybody's an eye or everybody's hands like everybody's a mat like that that would be a horrible body yeah. you know what i mean it wouldn't be a body and so we need people and, and i think this is also to help us help even as people are listening of like Sometimes we can compare ourselves to one another, and maybe that discourages mm-hmm. us because we we think, oh, well, I don't have the same gifting as someone else. Like someone else is so gifted in this area, or they have this ability, or whatever it is, and say like, hey, like we all play a major role in unity. And so it's to say, hey, what has God called me to play? What? And we talked about that about being a team player and those kind of things. But I think that's helpful for us to understand is like, hey, unity doesn't mean that we. We are the same person, you know. That we 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 all are made, as you said, we're made differently, and so yeah. and and thankfully, you know. For sure, um, you talked about placing preference and opinions over the mission sometimes, and so how do we fight that inward struggle of not holding on to the things that can divide us? I think that's hard because I think we would all express on here that we all have opinions right and so it doesn't matter whether it's football LSU football it doesn't matter whether it's music or whether when it comes to church or how we do church or events or whatever we all have our opinions on how we think things should happen or what we like we all have preferences and preferences aren't bad Uh, and just because you have a preference doesn't mean you're sinful just because you have opinion doesn't mean you're sinful or you're wrong but I think it's it's being to analyze of, of like is this a major deal? Like, is this a thing that would cause division? Is this a thing that would hinder the body, you know? Um, and, and trying to – that was kind of my thought in my own head was, like, to evaluate, like, hey, is this something worth talking? And, look, I, I've said this before from the pulpit, and I hope this is true for everybody Listen, Like, look, if you have – if there's an issue or if there's something that you say, hey, look, I, I have an a, opinion or I see something – Look, our, our doors are open, and we want you to yeah. to come talk. And and we don't want this to be this thing where you like you can never express an opinion ever again because that's not good and that's not healthy. Um, but I think it's just knowing when to say, okay, this is just my personal preference. This has nothing to do with biblical things, and so I need to, even though I want it expressed, or I'm not happy to say, hey, you know, ultimately we just want to be about pursuing the mission, making it about Jesus and not making it about ourselves. Because I think that's what I think I said at the end. Uh, 
usually personal preference, those things, a lot of times division takes place because of my pride, um, because I want to be right. And that's the thing that we have to fight and why we have to have humility with one another is because I don't always need to be right. And I don't always have to make it about me, but we tend to do that. Yeah. Sometimes I think we want to be heard more than we want something to be done correctly or seen correctly. Like when you just think about it in life, sometimes we want to be the person who comes up with the correct solution, not just purely that a correct solution is found. I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah. You ever have that feeling that's yeah. like, and look, man, I was going to say that, like that kind of thing, yeah. like that kind of idea. And I think being heard is a good, like, you know, I mean, right. whether it's children, I, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, even thinking of family dynamic, I mean, we want to be heard, we want to be noticed. And so, and that's a good thing. But also, like you said, but sometimes it can be motivated almost out of a prideful sense of, Absolutely. I just want people to recognize that I'm the one that had this idea. And and I think it's analyzing our motives and of why we share things. Or And I think, I think the dangerous thing happens when we, our personal preference, when we, begin to spew them on other people um, and begin to almost like get people on our side or on our team of like, I think it should happen this way. Um, now, let me just say this, like if we as a church and a staff said, you know what, I think from now on in our services, we're never going to sing ever again and uh, we're never going to pray ever again. We're just going to preach. Well, it, you should have opinion about that. Yeah, I'd probably have a few. You know what I'm saying? And so, you, or vice versa. It's like, hey, we're only going to sing. We're only going to pray. But, hey, you know, preaching, we just think that's outdated. And so we don't need to do that anymore. You should have opinion on that because biblically, like, that's, contra- you know you know what I mean? And so, but there are some things where they're not biblical things. It's just right. more of our personal taste, yeah. our personal preference. And so kind of learning how to how to navigate those things of like, okay, this isn't this isn't a major biblical thing. And so I don't need to make... What is it? Uh, a mountain out of a, a mole. What is it? Mountain, mountain out, out of a mole hill. Right, yeah. right. Or vice versa. So, and that's a big thing too. Like, kind of almost like we live like in a very good kind of petition culture. You know, have you ever noticed that? How many petitions it seems like yeah. go around Facebook or anything like that? And many of them just for great and awesome things, but sometimes it's also just for kind of nonsensical things. Right, like but, the DC. They want to release the Snyder Cut of the Justice League, so they had this huge petition. Right. To release, you know, hey, that's great. You know, I'd like to see the Snyder Cut for sure. For the three but, people listening to the podcast who understand <laughs> what James is talking about. It's about Batman. So. Right, it's about Batman. But, I mean, the whole point of a petition is kind of rallying up, like, support behind you, behind your position before you bring it forward, correct? And we kind of cloak things in that, especially in the church yeah. a lot of times. Like, you know, I might feel this way but before I bring it forward. And, and we might convince ourselves that we just want to, you know, make sure that either other people feel maybe I'm not alone in feeling this or maybe, you know, or if, even if it's a theological discussion, we want to have people that agree with us. And before we ever would bring something up, we will convince ourselves, I believe, that that is a good and true thing. But in many ways, I think it's just kind of part of our whole um, idea of kind of just wanting to rally up support before we go and say anything and maybe not in the best way possible. You know, sometimes we want to kind of have a bunch of backup before we bring something up, but that's, that's really not the whole point of, of what we ought to be doing. That's really not what it fleshes out to look like as, as a body, you know, as a body of people working, cooperating together to kind of stir up different, almost not parties, but just kind of like different sides to things like, that's the last thing we and want. And sometimes to be those divisive. can be legitimate things. Yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Absolutely. And, and, and are meaningful things and things that 
some concern comes out because there is a major, con- you know, of like, hey, this this could be this could hurt the body. This could be a thing that you know. And so, we're, but there are also times where that happens where it's it really doesn't matter. It seems like it matters. And 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 I, and let me just say this to affirm all of us. I think when things matter to us, we feel like everyone else should. Yeah, it should matter to them. And so, usually, when we have a feeling or opinion, we have this very strong feeling of like, well, everybody else probably feels the same way, right. or because it's a big deal to me. It should be a big deal to everybody, you know. Yeah. And so we, I think we got to be careful about, you know, about that of, of not, um, not always interjecting that into everything. Mm. You gave some points of application on Sunday, but how can I really be a team player? Well, I didn't say it Sunday, but I guess it like you need to know Jesus. I think that's a good, so, that's a good groundwork. Yeah. So I think that's a good thing because I. I made the analogy Sunday that a team player is involved and participates, and we said this, that in just sports, and this could be with other things, but I, my thought was just in sports of who are the people that are the most critical, and it is people that are fans. Well, also, if you've ever read the book Not a Fan by Kyle Alderman, that's one of the things that he talks about. There's a difference between a fan of Jesus and a, a follower, follower of Jesus. Yeah. And so I think being a team player also comes to is like I'm not going to have the mind of Jesus because that's what – Paul says in Philippians, you know, when he's doing like, you know, do nothing out of selfish conceit, consider other people's thoughts and views above your own. And then he goes through of like, because this is what Jesus displayed. Well, if I don't know Jesus and I had had the transforming work of the Spirit in my life to change my heart, there's no way I can actually live that out. And so I think just practically, um, and I don't want to say this, and, and if you're at our church, I really believe this, like Lord has really blessed us in the in the area of unity. And I, and I really am thankful to see we're not a perfect church by any means, but I'm thankful to see that there is a lot of we're willing to sacrifice things to say, hey, let, it's all about the Lord. It's about um, about what he's doing. But, you know, one of the things about um, in other churches, and it could be even in ours too, that sometimes the people that cause the most stink or cause the most division sometimes may not even know Jesus. And, and I think that's a dangerous thing of when someone who is doesn't actually follow Jesus but yet has a very, very loud voice and begins to cause division. And I think that's a dangerous thing. And so I think practically just starting out of what does it mean to be a team player, uh, to be a unifier, is you have to know Jesus. Um, because if you don't know Jesus, it's going to be really hard to make it about him. Because I think it, this all this has to start first in my life of if I'm going to make Jesus the mission of the church, he needs to be the mission of my life. You know, he needs to be the center focus of my life. So if he's not, it's going to be really hard for me to put my personal preferences and desires mm-hmm. and opinions aside for the sake of Jesus, you know? Yeah. So our last question, it is nonsensical and has nothing to do with what we've talked about this morning. Um, due to Disney Plus that okay. we talked about last week, um, I have recently started Shout watching. out to people who have Verizon. <laughs> I have recently, recently started watching Star Wars. Okay, great. Um, I watched a few of them yesterday. Um so that being said, what is your favorite Star Wars movie and why? Man, um, the twenty-five-year-old frantically googles <laughs> Star Wars <laughs> to get the titles correct on his phone. I mean, one of my in, well, I, I mean, I, the old ones. I mean, probably A New Hope. I mean, that was the first one I ever saw. So, so that one was probably one of my favorites. I love that one, and I love this is a new, but it, it's uh, Rogue One. Um, 
So I've heard some people say Rogue One is not the best. I really like Rogue One. I mean, it, it's K two S O was awesome. I really did like Rogue One. It was really good. K two S O was the droid. That's right. I, mean, I really, I really liked his character. It was a really good one, and and it actually kind of it flows into uh, a New Hope, and so um, I, I really enjoyed that one, and so. Um, but I think A New Hope was the first one I saw, and so that was kind of the first one that – so that's probably one of my favorites. I think for me, I grew up in a time where Episodes 1, 2, and 3 were um, um, being made and being produced. Sorry for those listening to the podcast that I just made feel old, um, <laughs> talking about growing up in the 90s and 2000s. Um, so I remember the moment that I kind of watched Episodes 4, 5, and 6 for the first time and realized, oh, wow – Number one, this is not digital. Yoda is a puppet. And I remember <laughs> seeing that for the first time and kind of wondering immediately, what is the big deal with these movies? Why do people enjoy this so much? But really, it's just like anything. When you start to see the whole story, like those are just awesome. Um, I really, really enjoyed A New Hope, all of those. Um, but if I were to look at one of the ones that have come out, I guess, more recently throughout them, um, I really liked Force Awakens. I liked it. I liked introducing the whole story um, that we're kind of going through now in the film series. I did not like Last Jedi as much. I don't think I'm alone there. I think I think Last Jedi kind of fell flat for a lot of people, but I really did enjoy Force Awakens. I enjoyed Rogue One, and a kind of sleeper Star Wars movie, Solo, was not bad. Yeah, it was, it was very good. Solo was not bad at all. I mean, I would not like say, hey, guys, let's get together and go watch Solo. But it was pretty good. Yeah, I'm taking the um, unconventional way, and I'm watching them chronologically. So I started with episodes one, two, and three. I'm sorry. Um, you know, I like I like a big storyline, and so uh, I know who people are. Um, but it's been really good. It's been really, really good. Um, I definitely going into it was like, because uh, I used to like – this is terrible, but I used to kind of make fun of people who like Star Wars. Uh, said things like, oh, I was doing things with my life or whatever it was. Um, in the first 30 minutes of the movie, I was like, I'm going to end up turning this off. And I watched three movies yesterday. And it was fantastic. Uh, and so I'm here for it. So uh, I'm excited. Maybe I'll watch Solo. I think Rogue One's my next one to watch. So I'll uh, keep you updated on that. James, you had mentioned about watching the new one with some people. And so... Realistically, what I'm doing, I'm just trying to be cool and being able to go watch the movie. So, awesome. Well, guys, I super appreciate you guys taking the time this morning, sitting down, and uh, going over some very serious things and also some very not serious things. And so I uh, hope you guys have a great day. Thanks for sitting down with me. See you. Goodbye. <laughs>